congratulate you, Hall of Famers. So I need to be in the presence Thank of you. radio royalty. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. This is a big deal. Big deal. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. We love y'all, man. Thank you for being the people's champs. Probably the greatest. All three of y'all. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 yo,
Hey, morning everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, President Biden was in Cincinnati, Ohio yesterday and had a CNN town hall. He took questions at that town hall. Amongst the things that he discussed was the filibuster and why he doesn't completely remove it now. Why is protecting the filibuster, is that more important no, than protecting no, voting rights? No, I want to see the United States Congress, the United States Senate, pass S-1 and S-4, the John Lewis Act, get them to my desk so I can sign them. What I want to do is I'm trying to bring the country together. And I don't want the debate to only be about whether or not we have a filibuster or exceptions of the filibuster oh or the going back to the way the filibuster had to be used before. But that's, isn't that the only way you're going to get it done right now? No. Exactly. Why protect it? There's no reason to protect it other than you're going to throw the entire Congress into chaos and nothing will get done. No, Joe, knock it off. None of those bills are getting signed if you don't get rid of the filibuster and you know that. I know you want to bring the country together, but until you start acting like the GOPs or the ops and knock out this bipartisan way of thinking, nothing is changing. Get rid of the filibuster and get some things done. Now, President Biden also addressed the immigration status of DREAMers during the town hall, and he's pledging to fight for DACA, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Program, which protects... Uh, Immigrants who were brought to the United States as undocumented immigrants brought to the United States as children. They call them dreamers. A lot of them are now adults, and they're trying to send them back to the country where they're from. Here's what he said about that. You're five years old. Your mom or your dad says, I'm going to take you across the Rio Grande, and we're illegally going to go into the United States. What are you supposed to say? Not me. I said against the law. What can a kid say? They come here with really no choice, and they're here, and they're good, good people. They've done well. And so what we're going to do is, first of all, appeal the case, number one. But number two, we're going to make sure that a number of my Republican colleagues say they support the right of dreamers to come. All right. Another thing that Joe Biden discussed was the Delta variant and a lot of misinformation. People think that if you get vaccinated, that means that you are immune to catching COVID. Here's what he said. One last thing that's really important is we're not in a position where we think that any virus, including the Delta virus, which is much more transmissible and more deadly in terms of non-unvaccinated people, the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. All right, so as you know, uh, he was wrong. Yeah, he was definitely. What he wrong. said now? As <laughs> you're not going to get COVID if you, you get the vaccination. You can get COVID if you get vaccinated. The point of getting vaccinated is so you don't have to get hospitalized or die. Or die get as sick mm-hmm. as if you. Do. How do you start off a conversation talking about misinformation, but then give us misinformation, and you wonder why everybody's in the mind state that they're in right now in America? Right, and <laughs> like how do insane. other countries look at the United States? Jeez. Well, here's what he said: People think of us abroad. The rest of the world's wondering about us. Not a joke. You know, when I went to this G7, all the major democracies, I walked in and I know a lot of them because of my role in the past. And they walk in and I said, America's back. And they go, are you really back? I mean, how can I, we, we, we believe you, Joe, but will the country ever get it together? Do people talk too much nowadays? Is that, is that one of the reasons there's so much misinformation? Because it's impossible to, like, talk all the time and not dispense information. Like, come on, we, we do radio every day. We make a lot of mistakes sometimes up here. We do. You well, know, we just by talking. Yeah. But that's my point. Mm-hmm. Is, do, are they all talking too much? Is it too much cameras? Is it too much, you know, tweeting? Is it too much Facebooking? Like, 
should we hear from him every now and then like we used to with the State of the Union back in the so. day? I think so. I think we're hearing from him too much. Also, uh, his writers, his ghost writers, whoever writes from him is writing wrong. Because <laughs> I was, I was trying to, I'm like, like he's reading. I know when I was younger, I wasn't in the politics the way that I'm, I, I am now, but did we hear from no. presidents as much? like it was then? like every three months or but every couple of months. But isn't this his first time I don't want to say no because I don't remember. But didn't he just speak for the first time in six no, months to talk about his six months? He's mark, always talking. No, he spoke he's always recently. A camera he spoke a, like a couple of, like a month ago, a couple of weeks ago he spoke. Uh, I thought this was like he his first speaks. press conference. And then when the president used to speak, he used to be big, like... You know, it was like on the press and every channel yeah. and this, that, and the other. I didn't even know he was speaking yesterday. It's just, I, I don't know. I just know when you hear the president of the United States of America say that if you get the vaccine, you can't get COVID, that s- sticks with people. It does. Yeah, people really believe that. Like, people be mad. Like, I'm not getting vaccinated because I know such and such got COVID and they were vaccinated. But and that's the president of the United States mm-hmm. of America. Yep. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling call you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The <laughs> Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's going on? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Basically, I wanted to get off about how every time me and my wife have like a situation, she want to go ahead and you know tell her whole family about something between me and her. And and I'm not saying I'm the most perfect person, but everything I'm gonna be told to every every single person. Then you don't have to always say things on in your business. Your business. Everybody. I get what you're saying, because then when y'all make up, the, the family's still looking at you kind of funny. Everybody's side-eyeing so, you. Yeah, yeah, so they side-eyeing me. So, you know, I had, like, it was like an email that I have, and I have for years, and something popped up on it. It was like one of these dating apps or something like that, and, you know, I'm like, I don't remember. I don't remember it at all. She, she confronted me, said, with something about cock girls. I'm like, I got girls. What you talking about? She talking about them cock girls. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying so. I just said to get the normal girls. We get cock girls. That's what I said. And, I, you know, I can't remember about making no ads. I can't remember about doing it. It wasn't me. me of it. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't me, but it's not. I can't recall it. So it had been some time in the past. You understand? So all I explained to her is like, you know, just talk to me. You know, it's not what I'm doing now. Let it go. So now, I have a question. How do you not recall talk? making a profile on a dating page and signing up? I, I mean... You know, you're gonna get it for like eleven or twelve years. Bro, 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 bro. You're not talking. You're not talking to your girl right now. You can keep it one hundred with us, bro. <laughs> I understand that you committed to your lie, but you you can talk to us honestly. I don't recall. Bro. Okay, okay. So I, I'm not even possibly couldn't be. I'm not saying I didn't, but it's not. Okay. Now you know you done effed up, right? No, no, no. The whole thing is about the cock out thing. I'm like, come on. The cock out thing. So it's not the fact that you that you was t- uh, talking to other women. It's the fact that she called the other women you was talking to cock out. No, she said that whatever came up with a, with a fetish or something like that, it, it was about cock out girls. So you got a fetish it's for cock out girls. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, you got, I've Go, never heard that. Goodbye, you, sir. you got a fetish for cock out women. That's what I'm saying. That's some, that's some unique thing I never heard of either. I'm like, that's interesting. That could be a market for that. We're going to change the whole subject. If you like it, sir, we love it. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. It's Jay. What's going on? Jay, what's up? Get it off your chest. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. My highlight of the morning. Uh, Yeah, I want to let you know the handball is not the same handball. It's a different sport. (laughs) 
It's not the same hitting the wall in the Olympics. What is it? How, how they do it? I thought it was like like regular handball, like New York handball, no? No, man. They throw it, it's a, they scoop the ball up and do it. It's different. Oh well. So okay, I'm looking we, at I'm looking at it right now. The we, closest ever Olympic handball match. We just told you that we that we sometimes spread misinformation on this radio. <laughs> yeah. That's the only okay. handball yeah. I know. <laughs> my, yeah, I got to get this off my chest. I got a parent at my son's um, football team right now in Jersey, and all this dude do is remind us like, go to Catholic school, and I'm with a bunch of white folks, and all he do is say the N word. Around the white folks, I'm like, yo, bro, you gotta chill. What what town is this? No, oh, uh, Matachi. Matachi. Right. Do you tell him? Pull him to the side. As a black man, the black man, you pull him to the side and you said, bro, we ain't in front of all these white people, man. Let's stop calling each other the n word, bro. Let's 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 call each other king to let them know who we are for real, for real. It's like it's installed in them, though, y'all. It's installed in them to like it's conversation. It's like your man. My nick this, my nick that, and I'm like, yo, dude, chill. I'm trying, bro. I will tell you this though: football parents are are, are one of the most competitive parents out there. They ready to yeah, scrap, fight, like yell, football, all that. Your football parents too, MV. Goddamn right. We um, and we don't play your guys this year. We don't play y'all this year. No. Nope. Um, I wish you Logan the best. Um, thank you too. Appreciate that, man. He but, he's been working hard, man. I, I hope he has a great season. He's been he works out twice a day. Too. He eats he well. Yeah. Well, good luck to your son, too, man. Just, you know, encourage him to keep working. That keeps him out of the street, keeps him out of trouble. Yeah, let me just throw a shout-out my boy real quick. Lou G, man. I want you to have a good season, me. You know what? Tag, tag me on, on Instagram so I can follow him and see how his season is, brother. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? This is James. James, what up? Get it off your chest. Hey, I want to tell you guys, today's my birthday, man. I'm a long time Hey, happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, dude. It is freaking total shock that I'm talking to DJ Envy Charlemagne, the guy that freaking Angela Yee. Man, my heart is beating out of my chest right now. Now, it's the 22nd, so what's your sign? Are you on the cusp? Is it? I'm on, like, the split between Cancer and Leo. Okay. Cancer gang. What do you claim? What set you claim? I claim a Cancer side because I'm, like, more sentimental and everything. Okay. Yes, we are. We, we, do, we are empaths, and we are sensitive, and we love deep. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, thank you guys, man. It's a freaking total shock that I'm here talking to y'all. I'm James from Tennessee, man. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday James. Do you have a request for DJ Envy for the mix? Oh, yeah. Uh, DJ Envy, can you play? Um, I don't even know, dude. I'm sorry, oh, I'm my God. Dude. I thought he had something in mind. <laughs> I don't know. Man, DJ Envy's the best DJ I've ever heard, man. I love you guys. We love you back, man. Okay. Guy has some great taste. <laughs> All right. Hello, who's this? This is Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. Get it off your chest, Jazz. Well, good morning, Charlamagne. Peace, Queen. Good morning. First of all, I'm calling at 5 o'clock in the morning from Milwaukee, home of the 221 NBA champion. Okay, hey. it's a party girl. You know I love Milwaukee. Period. I saw your jersey. And then second, I need to see the 
still want all the smoke. ESPN, we want all the smoke, okay? Coming back for another ring. But mm. for real, I want y'all to check out my um my Instagram page. I have a small business in Milwaukee, Heavy Perfection. I do chocolate desserts and decorations. I would love to make y'all some desserts the next time y'all are in the city. So when y'all get the chance, check it out. What's the page again? Jazzy Perfection. Okay, Jazzy Perfection. Salute to Jazzy Perfection. Right. Salute to everybody in the mill, man. I love Milwaukee. I do want to get back to Milwaukee soon. Salute to Bailey and Reggie, everybody at V100.7. I really love the city of Milwaukee. Hello, who's this? What's up, this shock? What's up, Brothers Club? What's up, brother? Get it off your chest. I just want to show my wife some love. Charlamagne, I sent you an email last night under supportive husband. I want y'all to check out her, uh, her G page and love, play, live, and repeat. Please check my wife out. She's a psychotherapist and she's starting something new. If you're listening, please check her out. I'm going to definitely check her out. She's a psychotherapist. Like, What does she do? Does she offer free therapy sessions to people? Well, she's a black business owner. She's just starting up. So check her out. She is not free, but she she definitely do great, great work. Got you. All right. We, need, we need more culturally competent people as psychiatrists and therapists. So I'm going to definitely check her out. Check the email out, Charlamagne. I sent it last night. I'm going to check it out because, you know, I got my foundation, the Mental Wealth Alliance. So we building, me, me, me and Dr. Alfie, we're building a whole database of, like, you know, culturally competent therapists, basically black therapists and psychiatrists. So I'm going to definitely check her out. Black business owner. Hey, I like what you got coming up. I seen that on your page. Yes, sir. Comedy Central, Thank September God. 17th. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now we got rumors on the way, E? Yes, and that leads you right into the rumor report. Charlemagne is going to discuss his new Comedy Central late night talk show. Exclusive. Uh, All right, we'll talk about that next. Keep it locked. (laughs) It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Lennard McKelvey is hosting a Comedy Central late night show that's executive produced by Stephen Colbert. If you don't know who Lennard McKelvey is, that is Charlemagne. You want to give us some info? Well, uh, play the trailer. Let's do that. Do you ever really go home again? Or do you have to build your own home? What happens when things go back to normal? We don't need things to go back to normal. We need a new normal. We're all looking for something. Some truth, some reality, some honesty. That's right. It's time to stop talking. It's time to start doing. What can one person do? Well, you can start by executive producing my new show. Were you sitting there the whole time? Yep. The man Vulture called the God of Radio got a new show coming to Comedy Central. Do you want to drive? Yeah, but if we get pulled over, please let them know that I identify as white. Got it. Okay. Yes, so September 17th, Comedy Central. The show is called The God's Honest Truth uh, with me, Lenard Charlemagne McKelvey, executive produced by me and Stephen Colbert and my guy Aaron Magruder. airs at 10 p.m. And my partner Rachel Edwards is uh, the the boss. She's the showrunner EP. So I can show you better than I can tell you. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I will say this, though. It's the third talk show, uh, you know, me and my guy Chris McCarthy uh, have done, and I know all that was preparation for this show, and it's the the show I've always wanted, wanted to do. Yes. Can you give us some spoilers? It's not in the press release. Uh, what spoilers can I give? That's not in the press release. Um, I don't know. I, I, I can show you better. Than I can tell you. Just follow. Us. I didn't say. I said, can you give us some spoilers? Stop saying I can show you better. I mean, than it's I can not tell. like a scripted show or anything. So I can I mean, I don't know what the spoilers would would be. Are there guests? What's the format? 
I can show you better than I can oh tell you. God, I'm telling you, you, I don't know how. Just follow, follow you can't at give C the Show. Exclusive on your morning show. Listen, follow at well, C the Show. C T H A S O W. Follow at C the Show on all platforms and subscribe to the God's Honest uh, Truth YouTube channel. It'll be a lot of content popping up there between now and September 17th. Well, it says you're looking for something. What you looking for? Truth, honesty, and reality. And salute to my niece, Chris Kalen, too, man. Chris Kalen did the voice for that spot. You know, uh, Chris Kalen is a radio personality in Charleston, South Carolina on Z93 Jam. She's an absolute star. Drop on the clues bombs with Chris Kalen. And salute to Lil Boss in Mossberg, Montana. That track you heard, that was a I Know It. Envy, you've played that mm-hmm. played that record in the mix. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, so salute to the 843. You will respect this Geechee from here on out, okay? All right, well, congrats. Thank you. Um, You think you ever spell the right? No. Cause I'm not, <laughs> cause I'm not, I'm not the God. I'm the God. So it's a play, you know. It's a play on the the name. See the God. Yes. So yes, it's the God. Why? Honest Why? Truth. T H A. Sometimes you got to stick with things. You know, you've been doing it for so long. It's like, why, it's like, why change it now? You know what I mean? Nobody ever says fabulous. Change it. Spell your name right, correctly now. Nobody ever says ludicrous. Spell ludicrous correctly. Touche. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. And shout out to Nile Rogers. He actually opened up a roller skating palace just outside LA called Disco Oasis. Last night was the grand opening, and it was hosted by him, Madonna, Jimmy Iovine, and Liberty Ross. So that was the big shindig yesterday. It's a mm. 10,000 square foot outdoor space that's also a botanical garden, that's also a roller skating ring that also has a dance floor. Now that's you didn't go. I wanted to, but I'm here at work. <laughs> By the way, that is a very... Trust me, I did want to go. That's a very COVID-friendly environment. Mm-hmm. Outside? A yeah, 10,000 square feet skating? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's, a, it's a disco event, so what they're going to do after this is every weekend they're going to have DJs. They're going to be out there. It should be really fun. But you know, Nile Rodgers is my guy. That's my old boss, but yes. I would love for Nile Rodgers just to give me a peek at his... Uh, his various bank accounts. Oh. Just give me a peek. Listen, and you know he also, well, we'll talk about it. I'm actually going to have him come up here to discuss the latest venture that he's done that's worth quite a bit of money. Mm. All right, now Common says that he has evolved into the man that he is now with Tiffany Haddish. And on the People Everyday podcast, here's what he had to say. I think one of the important things about relationships for me has been to like really know myself more and love myself and be able to express the things that I want. And because I've, evolved and gotten to that place, I think it's it's easier to be in relationships and, and communicate. Like I communicate yes. and I listen and take things in and also understand. I try to do my best to understand. Like it, I listen to what my partner has to, to say, what Tiffany would have to say about how she feels about something and just try to understand it instead of always having an answer. Okay, that's I love good it. advice. Mm-hmm. I love it. Tiffany Haddish deserves it all. She deserves that love, man. So. I love when I see them together too. They always look like they're having a good time, mm-hmm. and then they'll both like separate, do their own thing, and then come back together. I mean, but it's imp- at an event. impossible not to ha- have a good time with Tiffany because that's who Tiffany is. Like she's always smiling, she's always happy. You know, she always wants to have a good time, even when she gets into a space where she's not feeling well. She's gonna shift her her energy immediately and shift everybody else's energy too. So salute to Tiff. All right, Bruce Springsteen and President Barack Obama are releasing Renegades, Born in the USA. It's an interview book, and that's after they did their podcast series earlier this year. So it will be a collection of candid, intimate, and entertaining conversations between the two of them. What was that lie Barack told that everybody ran with? What? I don't know if it was a lie. It just sounded like a lie. He punched somebody in the nose or something like that. He broke somebody's nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a fighter. (laughs) Did did y'all listen to that series, that podcast series? 
No, just the clips that were made the news. You think President Barack Obama gonna break my nose? And nope, and nobody's gonna, the guy whose nose got broke never talked about it ever. Even after he said that, we with just Bruce might have never heard about it. Man, please, that's the I could write a whole book about the president oh, breaking my nose. Might have been Barack's friend. It, it, it might be friends now. Yeah, maybe they made up. Either way. I'm still telling the story since you told your side. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, he actually didn't break my nose. All right, and Whitney Houston and Kobe Bryant are going to be featured in a new ABC primetime docuseries called Superstar. It starts August 11th. Each episode of Superstar will profile a different celebrity who shaped American culture. The first person is going to be Whitney Houston. It'll be told through a series of never-before-seen private videos and also archival interviews of Whitney Houston and Bobby, as well as new interviews with Brandy, Shaka Khan, B.B. Winans, Darlene Love. Other people, they'll be profiling, like I said, Kobe Bryant and Robin Williams. I wonder if the family approves of this. Or did they just do it like they do some of those old other documentaries? Well, then where did they get the never-before-seen private videos? Somebody had to give it to them. We don't know. And I'm sure you have to get things cleared. But mm -hmm. some of these are archival interviews, so oh, it's okay. not like they don't exist already. Uh. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, imagine you came home and someone cleaned your entire house. Thank God. All right, we'll and see. And by the way, that's what we paid him for. All Come right. home all the time in my house. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Twisted this. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Don't let weak hair hold you back. Carol's Daughter's Goddess Strength Collection supports hair as it gets longer for hair that's 15 times stronger after one use. Available at carolsdaughter.com and your local retailer. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start in New Jersey and South Jersey. On TikTok, Louis Angelino III shared a viral incident. Now, he works at a liquor store, but his side hustle, he cleans people's houses. And here's what he said happened. So I clean my friend's apartments for extra money on the side, right? So my friend tells me that one of his coworkers wants me to clean his apartment. So I'm like, all right, sweet. So I go there today and he tells me that there's a key under the mat. Get the key, go into the apartment clean the entire apartment. So he calls me and he's like, yo, where are you? And I was like, um, I'm in your living room waiting for you to walk in. I'm playing with your cat. He goes, I don't have a cat. Apparently he got the address wrong and went into somebody else's apartment and cleaned the whole apartment. Now, meanwhile, that house happened to belong to Beth Motzel and her husband. She said, my husband called me in a panic. He said someone was here and they cleaned the whole place. And then they did find a note that he uh, left explaining the situation with his phone number as well. So she did call him and say, my husband said you did a great job. We'll keep your info if we need a cleaner in the future. <laughs> so he might have got a future job, but he's Maybe. lucky. Thank God that could have ended bad. You walk in and it's just some random man sitting in your living room playing with your playing with your cat. That could have ended a whole lot of different that ways. That sounded so crazy, playing with your cat. Oh, God. And look, they're calling him the cleaning <laughs> fairy right now. That's his nickname that they've given him on TikTok. Now, a lot of people in the comments were saying, I can't believe she didn't pay you if he did such a good job. Oh, come job. on. But he I might not have it. He told NJ.com... I'm okay with not getting paid for accidentally breaking into someone's apartment and cleaning it because things could have been far worse. I'm, that's, I, right. that's why I don't be on, on social media like that. Mm -hmm. Because that's just stupid. You want me to pay somebody who accidentally broke into my house, cleaned my house, I didn't ask for this service, but now I got to pay for that? That makes no logical sense. None. Any 
Nope. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. And speaking of how much you love social media apps, Clubhouse is now open to the general public. Now, before it was an invite-only system, but now they have announced that users can join. You don't even have to get an invite anymore. So people who were on the waiting list will reportedly be added to the platform in the upcoming weeks. New users could automatically sign up uh, now, according to the Hollywood Reporter. So you'll be able to join Clubhouse. I'm very proud that I've never been on Clubhouse in my life. I feel really good. I feel special. I actually have a Clubhouse talk coming on Monday, so you guys make sure you <laughs> tune in. But you know, they also have Facebook audio rooms right now, and I've been doing some fun things on there. Never been on that either. It's really good. It just launched. So not that long ago. All right. And Northeast Florida hospitals are returning to COVID-19 peaks amidst the surge of the Delta variant. So they are urging people to get vaccinated because the numbers is approaching or exceeding the levels they saw during the worst of the pandemic. So uh, according to U of Health Jacksonville in Florida's most populous city, they've seen an exponential rise in the number of COVID-19 patients admitted in recent weeks. They said the previous record was 125 in January. The hospital surpassed that three days ago. It's currently at 136 with about 40 people in the intensive care unit in one of the hospitals. Hey, man, you heard what Joe Biden said last night. If you're vaccinated, <laughs> you're not going to be hospitalized, hospitalized. You're not going to be in the IC unit and you're not going to die. Yeah. Well, well, he said you're not going to get it if you're vaccinated. If you, if you're vaccinated. Same, yeah. He, na he named all of the above. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think 90, they said, what, 93% of people who are hospitalized are not vaccinated. Correct. So it just lowers that risk that you'll be really, really sick or potentially die. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, comedian, actor, Michael Blackson will be joining us. Our guy, Michael Blackson. There's never, uh, you know, we, we, and you might ask, why is Michael Blackson here? It's, he's Michael Blackson. It's well, always a good reason to have a comedian on that's right. <laughs> a morning show. And, you know, he's got a podcast called Mother Sucker mm -hmm. on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network that drops uh, every Tuesday. That's right. And, and, so, and a bunch of other things he got going on. That's yeah. right. So we'll kick it with him when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, <laughs> Angela Yee, oh, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Michael Blackson. What's up, motherfuckers? What's happening, my brother? I'm doing good, man. Now, he was because of my Milwaukee Bucks jersey. This nigga right. is a Bucks fan today. Yeah, he's yeah, a Bucks fan. Is. I'm not a Bucks fan. I'm a fan of the city because Milwaukee is the first city to ever syndicate this ghetto-ass show called The Breakfast Club. Keep listening. And, and this jersey is Chris Middleton. He's from Charleston, South Carolina. And you the just found that out. No, I've you been just found that. that out. No, I've this been This is the first this. time I heard him say it. That's a lie. Exactly. They say this all the time. I told them this when they busted the Brooklyn Nets ass. I told them Chris Middleton was from the 843. Well, Port High School. All the ugly n****s are from South Carolina. That's the ugly Chris Milton, you got too much money, fix your f***ing teeth, my nigga, okay? You don't have any dental plant in South Carolina? Is there any dentist within 3,000 miles of the city? <laughs> fix your f***ing mouth, nigga, you're a champion. <laughs> Michael Blackson, though. How was Vegas? Vegas was good. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was there. I went and checked out my boy, uh, Dave Chappelle. Um, they had a big concert there. Mm -hmm. Him and, um, who's that, Joe Rogan, and it was a good show. Did you, did you come out? Did no, you, no, I just wanted to just support and just check him out. Holler at Dave. He has some idea for some stupid movie he want me to do with him. <laughs> Why do you call it stupid? Um, because he says the movies gonna be called African movies. You know, because you watch these African movies that yeah, just look yeah, so yeah, over exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. So he said, "Let's do this over exaggerated movie." And he showed me a little clip of what the idea was. It's a clip about this this one gunshot. This guy gets shot. The bullets coming at him, and then he ducks. It's a stupid ass movie. Was he serious? Or he was just. He 
weird, with you. but it's, it's, com- it's going to be comedy. It's called African movies. Me and African movies are uh, Muslim look stupid. Yeah, so. yeah. Not like, like Wakanda type African movie. More like it's stupid. You going to do it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Anything with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> You don't think they'll be mad at you though? They'll be like, oh, you're reinforcing uh, negative stereotypes yeah, of African comedy. <laughs> you could do whatever when it has to do with comedy. I don't even know what that means no more, Mike. I'm gonna what? be honest What's with that? you. I know what I, I know what I find funny and I laugh at, and I I agree with you, things are just comedy, but people like like y'all can't be comedians no more. I, I never stopped being a comedian. That that you know, Fall sometimes, so I know people uh, gotta get mad. At you see what I'm saying? Time. You see what he just said? No, you go too far. But look at the crazy going on. The f- her, the, the, the f- girl is pregnant. The girl, they're like, what's young M.A.? Young M.A. is pregnant. Do you know she's pregnant? By I think she's pregnant by Lil Nas X. Just listen to me, motherfucker. Okay, first of all, she's not even pregnant. She's not pregnant. No, she got somebody she said, pregnant. She said that <laughs> she was, it was an interview where she said they asked her, Does she want to have kids one day? She said yes, and she said clearly it means my girl would be pregnant, not me. Oh, I think she got pregnant. I did, I did a lesbian once, I had a, it didn't work, but she started to suck my like she eat. I said, Bitch, put my legs down, motherfucker. I'm a grown. <laughs> Well, what's the difference? <laughs> yeah. How do you how do you suck a Get like Get my you know? behind my yeah, head. How do you okay. suck oh. like you eat when she tried to put your ass? You know what I'm saying? I never get my ass. Well, you you many sure? years ago when I was married, this is long. St- I was young. I married at a very young age. My wife was a freak. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I don't get my ass anymore. That's but you have though. I was young. I didn't know. I didn't know what she was doing. I mean, I you she was you know to... what she was doing. Somebody. I, didn't I know did what not she was know. Doing. I thought she was going to suck my. What's happening? Unless you know her tongue in my. Like, bitch, no, don't do that. Did you stop her? Yeah, I just stopped. You said don't... no after. And let me ask you. So you can put your uh, your feet behind your head? No, I cannot. No, oh, I thought you just said you did it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying the lesbian chick tried to put my leg behind my head. I but see yeah. people were mad at you. Um, they you, always mad at him. They are. When you were home, I guess you posted a picture of your home in Africa. Yeah. And I guess when you when you came out the crib, they noticed that your home was the only home like that in the area. I've been looking for a house back home because I'm building a school in Ghana. So you building a school for real? Building a school in the village. My mother's wow. village. Yeah, Congratulations. 30%. Thank you very That's much. That's exciting. And I'm building a school in my mother's village, which is about two, three hours away from the city. And the village is a little tougher because the kids out there, they have to drive or get a long way to get to school. And most of the time, the schools, the government school, which is considered public schools, fills up pretty fast because they're free. Mm-hmm. And then everything else costs money. And the kids can't afford to go to school, so they don't go to school. They just walk grounds. And I figure out, you know, let me build them a school for free. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've been looking for a house for three years. And this house is like so beautiful. Like I saw it online, I didn't see it in person. Mm-hmm. You know, price was decent, mm-hmm. a little high for Africa. I, I'm in love with this house, but it's gotta be something. There's something about it that I'm not gonna like. And I got there and I'm like, I knew it. It was where it was. You know, it was it's a new developing area. So it's mm-hmm. not completely finished yet. But when that area is finished, it's gonna be worth millions of dollars. Okay. Mm. At first, I didn't want it because I didn't, I wasn't comfortable with that. But I said, you know what? This is what I came from. You know, these kids are gonna be one keep an eye on my house because I'm barely gonna be there, and I didn't have a problem with that. But eventually, they're gonna pay those people to you know to move out, and they're gonna build more houses in the area. So you gentrify the whole neighborhood. I'm gentrifying it. <laughs> <laughs> I just got I got a property in Ghana. You did? Yeah, it's on the beach. Oh, no, no, I heard about you. <laughs> man, shut up. You ain't hearing nothing. You didn't say anything. So how's the podcast going, man? Mother sucker. All right, Chinese you know what? best friend. Chinese best friend. This what, nigga, happened, what happened with him? I don't see with him no more. I've been, I've been on the road a lot, and his lady won't let him go anywhere. Because of you? No, no, he just, you know. I wouldn't. If I was her, I wouldn't let him go anywhere with Why? you What's either. wrong with me? <laughs> you're, you're, it's the, you'd be around too many women. She's probably like, no. I mean, he, most of the time, he invites the women. And then he acts oh, like he has nothing to do that? with it. So now you're snitching on him. 
Chinese, but he's not listening to this. <laughs> but his girl might be. His girl listening, man. She's from Hungary. And did she's Ben Simmons funny. really try to highlight your girl? Man, no, dead serious. And the thing about it, I'm not even the type. This that this was guy. your guy, though, right? My guy. Like, you know, from day one, since the day he got drafted, I remember when I ran into him on South Street in Philly. He's like, who you recognize me? He said, we took a picture together. He's like, tell me a joke. I said, the Sixers. Because at that time, we sucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, today, he still laughed at that joke to today. Right. <laughs> and then we became cool with the Eagles game together. We got the, you know, even sometimes when they travel, go out of town, I go to games. You know, he could hook me up, whatever. But then I remember um, he, he he initially met her with me the first time. It was um, it was a Miami game. It was during Super Bowl weekend. Right. He was with... Uh, What's the the family that always f- up people's lives? What's the Kardashians? The Kardashians. He's with one of those. His daughter. Kendall Jenner, I think. Yeah, he was with Kendall or something. And then I introduced him to Ryder. He's it's my girl Ryder. And then I remember when we got back to the hotel. Ryder's like, I think he was in my DM. I'm like, uh. I said, you know what? He's he seen me on IG with a bunch of chicks. He's probably just seen one of one of the bitches I just be with. You know, excuse my language. Um, so <laughs> you done said bitch ten times. Yeah, why? Why are you apologizing? Really yes, he did. Because she looked at me funny. I've been looking at you funny this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen some girls on my page. He's like, hey, Mike, who's this girl? Hook me up. And I've, I've done that. Ben Simmons? Yes. Okay, okay. I've hit you on Ben now. You hooked him up. Oh, okay. Ben. So, um, <laughs> so I, I have hooked him up. And I was like, I said, listen, there's a whole lot of chicks on my in my page. He probably just think one of them that I just, you know, they don't mean nothing to me. So don't worry about it. A week or two went back. She said, he's in my DM again. And then he's on my Snapchat. And he was hollering her. You know, he's talking about, hey, you know you want this, whatever. Something like that. So then I had, you know, I had a problem. I never even approached him about it. I just lost all respect for him because he you know, know that was your girl. girl. Yeah, right, you know. Right, right. At the time, he knew my girl. Huh? He was hacked. He ain't hacked. That man. ain't the first time I'm sure you lost your girl to like a more Richard, I didn't more lose famous celebrity. Oh, I didn't lose her. <laughs> Why you but it, I, <laughs> the thing about it, I have a really loyal woman. Right. You know, what I mean, I don't worry about anything. But what about when y'all were on a break? Right. You guys had a, a little brief breakup, didn't you? We had a we had a couple of uh, breakups, but she's. She's that loyal that I'm, she's not the type that would go and want to any of my friends. You I mean, guys the, aren't friends. How long y'all been together? No, no, I'm just saying this is one. Huh? How long y'all been I together? About two and a half years. How, you sh- I mean, I'm, I'm sure she is trustworthy, but how do you know for sure she's trustworthy? Uh, you know, you could still feel it, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I know, I know a hoe when I'm with one. I've been with a lot of hoes. Now she had a problem <laughs> with your lifestyle. Did y'all squash that out at what times? Uh, I mean, we've we've negotiated. Mm-hmm. You know. What does I'm, that mean? Me, I mean, I'm cutting out on the side bitches from you know from three. A month or maybe one. We negotiate. I'm allowed to have one chick per month. Okay. That's a good compromise. So only one day per month. You're allowed to do what you want to do. Well, not one day. I one mean, like person. you, you know, one person per I month. I feel like that's riskier because then it's only one other person. You might get more feelings. There's no feelings, man. I mean, as opposed to like multiple. If you with one woman. So can she have one a month? She have any woman she want. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about God? She, she can't have no God. <laughs> Women are not built for that. You can't be taking two, three. Ladies, explain, Mike. <laughs> what do you mean? You because women are more emotional. Yeah, you know, you have things I don't going know. inside Nowadays, of you. you guys are kind of emotional. I'm not emotional. You just got emotional over Ben Simmons. No, no, no. Because <laughs> I thought he was my friend. I'm, I'm a little disappointed in him. Yeah. Disappointed, right? It's more disappointment. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought you thought was a light skin thing, but you light skin, you cool. Maybe, yeah, maybe he you. didn't. Maybe he's seen you with other women before. I'm like, man, Mike don't care. Mike no, got no, a no, bunch of different once chicks. Once you realize when he, I mean, this is like. Two months ago, now you know for a fact this chick, my girl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You should have known. He knew it. There's no. So what excuse. happens if you see him now? Probably smack, smack the shit out of him. You ain't gonna I'm do that, Ben. No, no, but he, I mean, uh, <laughs> Ben is going through enough. Shit, okay, he's trying to get trying to shoot a shot. He should shoot free throws. He got a whole lot of other <laughs> to worry about. You know what team's gonna play for? I don't give. A 
traded to the Shanghai Sharks, okay? <laughs> I don't even care anymore now. I mean, I bet I'm not. He got bigger problems now, you know? It just humbles you. Sometimes yeah. you need mm -hmm. something to humble you. He just thought he's on top of the world, you know, because these guys get 180-something million dollars, and mm -hmm. they think they could just do whatever and disrespect and do anything right. they want. And now God would bring you down. down. All right, we got more with Michael Blackson. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Michael Blackson. Yee. Do you think couples retreat helped your relationship? Yeah, it helped me pay some bills in COVID when, when I wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but overall, I think it did. You know, it made me understand her a little bit more, get, to, get into her feelings a little bit more. Because I'm more like African man. Like, you know, everything's going to be okay. Just, you just, I'm just... These women don't mean nothing to me. You know, you mean the whole word to me. You know, but then she more like want to like, I mean, don't get it wrong. We've had fun. She's been with some of these girls as well. This is just not me being a thought by myself. We've had three some, four some. Did she want to or she was doing it because of you? Well, she, you know, later on she told me, she, you know, Mike, I really doing this for you. Wow. Mm -hmm. Did you feel bad? Uh, no. They didn't stop? What do you mean, did you feel bad? No, nah, I didn't. I mean, my thing is, I just, I realized that it just in me to live that life, and I, I mean, uh, and I realized that after I broke up with my ex, like when I when I was free and doing whatever the f I wanted to do, and I had a bunch of female friends sleeping with all of them all at one time, all together, whatever. That's, I realized that was my life, and when she came in, that's what she saw, and she figured out she could come and probably eventually tame me down, and it didn't work like she planned. It feels like you have your wall up, maybe. I have my what? You like your yeah, wall is up, big... like you're not allowing. You got to relax, man. You're not allowing like yourself to love Word. the person no, the way you could. No, no, no. I do love her. I know that, but I'm saying it could be. You say he got to relax. Like when he got his ass, he got to just relax. No, right? no. no I'm not that, was, saying that. that was 20 years ago. But yeah. all I'm saying that made me nervous. is, it feels like all these women might be a reason for you to not give your all to one person. That's no, no, no. I really feel Rada is the one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Really? When yeah, you yeah. say the one, what do you mean, Mike? Marriage? I mean, you introduce it to your mother. She didn't meet my mother, and she went to Africa to meet my mother. That's great. Um, I feel she's only because, you know, she's got, I never had a woman that had my back like her. She's wow. loving, don't want, never wanted anything. So do you yes. feel like you sacrifice enough for her? Because it feels like she sacrifices a lot to be with you. She do. That's why I did sacrifice, and I cut down to one bitch a month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if you guys are okay, I can't judge anybody else. No, we get, yeah, I mean, so as long as she's okay with it. She's okay. She wants, she, I mean, don't get me wrong, she wants some kind of, like, commitment, because she feel like, because she's looking stupid, like, you know, Mike, she feel like, you know, you could, you, should, you could replace me any day. Like, I, she want to feel, like, you know, a little bit more special. So would you get married? <laughs> Marriage to me is very religious, very spiritual, you know, because when you get married, you put God into this relationship. Mm -hmm. Without God being in there, I feel like I could just do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Once you put God in there, the f is the laughing at? Man, you Once are you crazy, <laughs> man. <laughs> you laughing at my logic? That's funny as hell, though. <laughs> like, God ain't with us right now. God ain't with so us right now. God is always with you. I understand that, but he's not in the relationship oh, with us. Oh, man. Yes, he is. What I'm if Rada said no more side bitches at all? Not even one. Who? My whole thing, I don't want to be lying. Because mm -hmm. so I lied my whole life. I was okay. I lied to everybody. You know what I mean? Is she that did. lifestyle still fun, though, Mike? What? A bunch of other women. Yeah, it's fun. Really? Fella, we, everything we've done in our life, we do it for women. 
Yeah, but I like. You get a nice car because you want to put a bitch in the car. You got a nice house, you want to bring a brick in the house and f on the house. You have you, you wear nice clothes to the girls, like, damn, that nigga look nice. Let me f him. Everything's for sex, sex, sex. You said that nigga look nice. Let me f him. No, I'm just saying. That's, <laughs> that's my, yeah, the he girls. Wants the women will say oh, that. Oh, I like porn in the one woman though. Like I like being a faithful uh, husband, he's a married a lying man. Dude, you've been faithful your whole life. No. No. But I've been super faithful the past and six years. And you married. So you cheated on your wife. I got married in 2014. Okay. And yes. you cheated when? I cheated for the, the first two years of our marriage. See, she does God, not like when see, he discusses this either. But. God was not. You see, God was not. But that's why I stopped, though. I stopped because, number one, I want to do right by God. And I want to do right by my wife. So and he's my, not married is his point. Right? Who? You. You. You're not, not married, married, so... I'm not married. Yeah. God is not in this. He's not no part of it. <laughs> Once I put God in it, then I can't not do it again. Gotcha. But you can't. But you got to stop those habits now, though. You got to be ready. So. I'm probably going to get married in like January 32nd, 2039. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> how, the, how are your kids? Kids are good. Mm -hmm. uh, my oldest son, we know we talked about that issue with him. He's doing better. You know, not where I want him to be. You know, but he's... Uh, he's he, you know, he decided to, he must stay with his mother and... He's, you know, he's staying out of trouble. The twins are doing great. Mm -hmm. They're on vacation with the mother somewhere right um, right now. You paying for it? Um, I'm sure I am. <laughs> um, I mean, but one, well one good thing did happen. I mean, we, me and my baby mother beat for many years, been really bad, ugly, in and out of courts. But recently, I think the best medication for your baby mother is just you got to make up with your baby mother. You got mm -hmm. to just you find a way. Yeah. There's no other way. Any other way is going to cost you a whole bunch of money. We've been fighting for the whole the last year. It's cost me over fifty thousand dollars already just fighting. I'm like, this money go towards these kids' co college situation, right. you know. That's so we found a way to be to both be two mature adults and work it out. That's dope, you know. So shout out to them. I'm, I'm, I don't know what, and this all happened in the last couple of that's days. That's good. That's good. So yeah, that's a big. That has to be like a relief mentally for you. Big. Too. It was the it was the only thing that was keeping me away from living my best life was the fight that I had the the, the struggles with my. So what was mother. the fight about? What was the fight about? It's just everything. It's like um, custody. Ego. COVID everybody's life up. Combined prior to COVID, you know, our court our order is, you know, she put them on a the plane to come to me. And then COVID comes, she's, you know, she said the kids has had asthma before. So, you know, she don't want the kids to get on the plane. Right. Understandable. You know, so um, I didn't like that idea. Because I'm like, kids, yeah. yeah, I'm like, you know, people are on a plane, they're putting a mask, they're following rules and regulations. Mm -hmm. And that should not stop custody. You know, so that was a big fight. So I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to go f up your money. I'm going to go get a place where, where you guys live and try to fight for some custody. Mm -hmm. You know, and that went up for a whole year. And it was ugly. And you had COVID before too, right? I did get it. Uh, it affected your sex drive. I didn't want, I was, sex was on my mind. Till my, till my girl decided to come and, you know, she came out like a few, I told her, came out a few days later to like, you know, take care of me. And mm -hmm. we ended up doing COVID. She put a mask on and everything. <laughs> did she? Yeah, dead serious, actually. <laughs> but y'all weren't social distancing, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we still practiced we still had a mask. Did y'all do it outside? I, no, no, we did it. I opened the doors. I mean, the, the, the balcony <laughs> doors. And I hit it from the back. So it's like, still social distancing. I mean, it's six That's feet. six feet. Uh, my <laughs> six feet, so it's pretty... <laughs> <like that. laughs> but how did, how did it affect you? Uh... <laughs> I mean, I survived it. Nothing, you know. I went. I mean, I had it hard, right. you know. Not much a lose of taste, you know. I'm. I had like bad sore throat, and I goggled some salt water, and then um, you know, helped it. So once I was able to eat again, I was a little feeling better because I was. I I'm too skinny anyway to not eat. So I, I lost like six pounds and eleven ounces, and then um, but I went through all the diarrhea, headache. Oh, it was bad. I was. I thought I was. I didn't think I was gonna die. I knew I was gonna. 
Go ahead. Yeah, D.L. Hughley on. He said he wanted to kill us up. Well, I know about all that. He said that's how bad it was. Nah, did you get it? Mm-mm. Not no. that I know of. But you didn't get it then. You're nub when you really I think I, I think I had it like early back in January. Because I haven't gotten rid like I know I had gotten rid of it. No, 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 because some people have no symptoms and, yeah, and have really no don't know. Yeah, more people have no symptoms than people that do. For real? Yeah. Mm, had a cold. So you vaccinated? I got the card. But are you vaccinated? <laughs> <laughs> but are you vaccinated? I got the card. What do that mean? What you, 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 you can't be scared of vaccines because you go to Ghana. You don't just got to get I, shots to go to Ghana? Well, you get it once every 10 years. The yellow fever shot. You get it okay, once okay. every 10 years. Okay. No, I have the card. I mean, I have So, yes, you are vaccinated. <laughs> no, he got the card. He has the card. Dude. I have the card. That means I'm vaccinated. I mean, vaccination is to protect you, though. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I, so I, I wear condoms. Yeah. You don't want to. She wear condoms. What do you mean? I mean, it's free. What? It's like, come with the, you take a, when you take a vaccination, you get the card. Yeah. Oh, so you so got vaccinated. the vaccination. That's I all. got the card. All right, well, Oatmoo, we got more with Michael Blackson. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Michael Blackson. Charlamagne? What's next for Michael Blackson, man? Ah, uh, well, we do, you know, we got the podcast, Motherfucker mm-hmm. Podcast. Comes on, you know, Black Effect. Black guys. Effect, iHeartRadio Podcast Network, every Monday. Every Tuesday. Tuesday, I'm sorry. Damn. This I know. It was Monday. It was never Monday. Oh okay, every Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> every Same Tuesday. day as Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's doing. Uh, I guess it's doing good. It's, I mean, going, it's doing really. It good. is really. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I the advertisers just scared of you, but that's all. Uh, tell them not to worry about it. It's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm. What else next? I'm back. I'm going back on tour. By the this fall, we're back on tour. Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. You know, prior to that, I'm doing my own thing. Um, selling out everywhere all over again. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a good feeling. Jamie Foxx, big fan of my work. He wanted to produce a show with me, for me. You know, kind of like my life. They figure out like, my Instagram is like, they all live through my life. And they said, Mike, your life is a is a show. I don't even know if you can produce you. What do you mean? Why you say that? Because y'all are so, it's so real and it's yeah. so raw. Like, as soon as y'all get y'all and be like, oh, do this and do that. I don't know if it'll be the same. Nah, nah, I, I mean, I, I, I follow rules. I know what not to do. When, you know, I I'd rather them just turn the cameras on and let you live and edit it from that. That's why. That's, that's hopefully that's probably what they would do. Yeah. And just cut out all the, 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 you know, the crazy part. That's but what yeah. the people want, though. The crazy part. I know. I know. But <laughs> I mean, if, it, it depends what network goes to. I mean, yeah, if, we, yeah. if we got a Netflix, then you can wild out. But if you it's gonna be on BET, then you know you gotta calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's pretty much that. You just out here getting money. I am. I'm not even gonna front. And we appreciate you. <laughs> Well, but like you know, can, y'all ever met Ryder? No. Who's that? Tell, seriously, get the tell Ryder to come in. Oh, that's that's Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The white girl? She's not white. She's oh, come Cambodian. Come on, Ryder. <laughs> you making her famous? We you making her famous? They've been on TV together. Oh yeah, come on. She hates. Hey Ryder. Come on, Bay Ryder. Miami. Yeah, you remember you met her in Miami? Yes, you I did at the yeah, Super Bowl. It was beautiful. Well, Super Bowl week, correct? Yeah. That's, that's he said he gonna marry you. He said uh, he want to get married, right? I want to get married. Seriously, play what? <laughs> when did I say that? When did I, I say that? On show? You I did. That. I I Wait, that. you told me that the other day. You going back on it now? Oh, he did what? tell you he want to get married. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, oh my god. Oh, you about to propose? Michael, stop it, Michael, stop get on your knees, Michael. Stop it, stop it. Oh, my God. Put the mic over there. Yes, yeah, by the way. Hold on. Oh, we need the mic. I can't. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Say it with your chest, Mike. Rodney, I love you. Will you marry me? Yes. Ah!
What you mean? She said, is it bye-bye? I'm proud of you, King. 90% of the side bitches, bye-bye. Mike, I'm proud of you, King. Congratulations, my brother. Congratulations. That's what I'm talking about. Grow the up. I love to see it. I'm happy for you, man. Congratulations, Ryder. Congratulations, Ryder. I can't believe this. Wow. This is real, She is shaking. She she was not expecting that at all. Well, thank wow. God she said yes. Or did Congratulations, you say yes? Mike. Congrats. Oh. That's big, bro. Oh, That's big. <laughs> you I'm playing this out. <laughs> you playing this out. Mike playing this out. This has never, ever, we have never had anybody A proposal, no. No. When did you decide to do this, Mike? Oh. Here, if we got another seat here, slide it down. Okay, you come on, that's right here. Have when did you decide that I'm going to propose the rider? Rider. Uh, let me rider. see. What did it? Uh, <laughs> I just, so I just called you rider. Die. Just some loyalty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never had a woman that's that disloyal to me. Wow. Woo, that's that nice. nice. You know, Mike crying I behind them shades. Yes, crying. you. Are. I, see yeah, the I see the tip, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, congratulations, man. Meet the Blacksons coming soon. Oh, no, coming soon to a network a near you. Wow. Meet the Blacksons. Okay, Ring. And she got her nails done because that would have sucked if your nails oh weren't done. Right? No. Congratulations, congratulations, man. That's amazing. Well, Michael Blackson, yeah. Miss Blackson, we appreciate you guys. Mrs. Blackson. Mrs. Blackson. Mrs. Rada Blackson. Rada Blackson. Are you going to change your last name? Yes. Okay. Rada <laughs> Chang Blackson. Yes. One question, right? Mm -hmm. When he had COVID, mm -hmm. he said that y'all really had sex during COVID. When he had COVID, you put on a mask. I came to take care of him. Uh, <laughs> wow. I All cooked right. for Envy really wanted to know if he got a six inch, six foot. That's what you really want to know. What? It, no, it's more like eight foot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It's bigger than him. That's why Mike married. I need that type of ego boost in my life, too. Congratulations, man. Oh, my gosh. Hey, congrats to Michael man, Blackson. Man, man, salute to my guy, Michael Blackson. I knew something was up because Michael hit me. He hit me over the weekend and was like, hey, mother sucker, I'm going to be in town next week. I want to come by the breakfast club. And I, he, wa he wasn't doing any shows or mm -hmm. anything like that. I don't know. I, I don't even that know why Michael's in town. That was the first thing I said. I was like, why is Blackson up here? He's not doing a show or nothing in Carolina. He always nothing. has stuff going on, but he was shaking. Yeah, he was Because I noticed shaking. that because I was looking at him and I was like, why does he seem nervous? Like all during the interview. Yeah. I didn't know if something well, he, happened or. He does always seem nervous in here, though. But he was shaking. <laughs> like he's never he, like he, he was visibly. Pair, so. He was visibly shaking. And I was like. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for Michael Blackson. Yeah. I love love. I want everybody to get married. I love I love a good wedding. Drop on the clues bombs for the Blacksons, man. What's his What's his queen's Rada. name? Rada. Rada. Rada yes. Blackson. Yes. And if you uh, follow her, it's Ms. Rada, darling. You know they were on couples therapy together mm. and all of that. Well, so. clearly it worked. Oh, couples retreat. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I don't know right about that. But let's get to the rumors. Let's go. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Anthony Anderson was guest hosting on Jimmy Kimmel Live. And I want to do something to you guys that he did on the show. So he was actually giving away $1,200 to find somebody who could spell this. 
So we went on the street today and offered people cash if they could spell his name correctly. We started with five bucks, and then every time someone got it wrong, we doubled the money. For $1,280, and without looking at the back of his shirt, fell Giannis Antetokounmpo. A-N-T-E-T-O-K-O-U-N-M-P-O. And sometime why? What the hell were they saying? <laughs> Giannis Antetokounmpo. All right, thing. so let's try it in here. Let me look at both of you. Charlemagne, can you spell Giannis Antetokounmpo? A N T A N T E T O K O U M P O U. Oh, close, but no cigar. And sometimes why? I don't know. A N T E T O K U O U M P O. No, hell no. Nope, nope, nope. You guys are bad. How you gonna say hell no when you was wrong too? Because I knew where you went wrong. Where? He went wrong right after he said, what did he say? After the caves. You said. It's anti A N T E Toko T O K U. No, that's no. where you're wrong. It's T O K O U. And then what? M P O. Nope. M O P. Nope. Annie up. Annie up. Yo, you really can't spell his name without M O P and Annie up. Except it's M P O. Oh. Same letters. I mean, you got the Annie. I think it's A N T E T O K O U N M P O. I just call him the Greek freak. That's exactly right. Can you spell Giannis? Why? Yes. No, G- man, G- G-I-A-N-N-I-S. G-I-A-N-N-I-S. His last name do look like that line at the uh, the doctor's office when they give you the eye test. Look, the Greek freak. All right, there you go. You probably can't spell that either. I got the Greek freak. But All right, now let's talk about Offset and Cardi B because Offset was also being interviewed on Jimmy Kimmel Live as Anthony Anderson was filling in, and he talked about his first date with Cardi B. My first date, I went big, so I took her to the Super Bowl. Atlanta Falcons, mm. my team, okay. versus... Them Patriots. We was up by 20 points, 23 yeah, yeah, yeah. to 20. Then Tom Brady with the Superman, um, whatever, yeah. whatever powers he be having, then then he ended us. I lost $10,000 that night, too. 10000 Yes. Whoop, whoop. Okay. That, that, you know that, what I won? Uh-huh. My wife. Hey! <laughs> I remember that first day, because everybody was like, are they dating? Because that was their first time stepping out in public like mm-hmm. that. So That's a great first day, but it's also a, a terrible first day, How do you too. follow that up? Well, no, I'm just saying because you're taking her to a Super Bowl. It's not like you can really sit down and get to communicate with her unless y'all have had, like, communication before. First date should be places where you can actually talk to each other, well, right? A little like, fun, you too. talk there, too, the, though. The drive, the the drive yeah. away. Yeah. It's not okay. always something happening. The Super Bowl? Yeah, and you don't you go to the game and talk to people while you're, like, you talk Football. to people. It's so different. Right? You might get, a, you, you, you get more conversation at a baseball game. Well, that's an impressive thing. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> You sound a little, yeah, I mean, that was a uh, dope first day. And then he also talked about his HBO Max series, The Hype, mm-hmm. that's coming to competition series that premieres on August 12th. It's an eight-episode first season. So there'll be celebrity guests joining Offset like Cardi B, Wiz Khalifa, ASAP Ferg, Dapper Dan, and more. So oh, cool. uh, Complex's Speedy Mormon is also going to be playing the host for the hype. Drop on the clues bombs for uh, Speedy, Mo- Speedy Mormon, man. I love Speedy. Speedy's one of the one of the young, the young guys I watch in this media game. I respect what he does. Mm. All right. Well, yeah. So I'm I'm interested to watch that though. I think that'll be really good. Yeah. My, my girl Ricky is actually uh, producing that. Hey, Ricky. Lemonade. What's happening, Ricky? All right. And Kanye West is going to be performing at Rolling Loud Miami. So according to a source close to him, that's what they told Billboard. 
And on Tuesday, Consequence went on social media. He posted a sketch of Kanye's possible stage design for that performance at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami this weekend. We already uh, were talking behind the scenes about how Rolling Loud is going to be in Miami and how they're concerned about traffic. Uh, The police are going to be acting crazy out there, I'm sure. So everybody be careful. There's been a rise in COVID numbers in Florida. So we're just telling you be careful. But uh, he did post what is a possible stage design? It's a pyramid design, and that could allude to his stage setup. Yeah, for anybody going to roll on loud, I would uh, suggest you get the uh, shuttle passes that'll get you back and forth because traffic is going to be nutso. It's going to be hard to get an Uber, hard to get a Lyft. It's going to be almost impossible. Wear some comfortable shoes, too. Yeah, wear some comfortable <laughs> shoes. Don't try to be cute. Wear your, your comfortable Crocs. You better wear your goddamn mask. Shoes. That's what you better wear. And your mask. <laughs> you better wear your damn mask at Roll Loud. Kanye going to have his on. So you better have yours on. All right, and Yassine Bey, a.k.a. Mostef, is returning to the screen in a forthcoming biopic about the loneliest monk, the jazz legend. Mm. He'll be playing that title role. By the way, he is an amazing actor. Let's not forget, like, he was like a child actor slash, you know, he's a rapper, podcast host as well now. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to seeing that. They said that... Uh, Yassine, according to uh, uh, Peter Lord Moreland, who's one of the co-founders of Jupiter Rising Film, he said Yassine lives his life with a vibe not easily found in Hollywood because he's not Hollywood, point blank. His values and moral compass are intentional and focused on what really matters. Everyone who knows his body of work has seen him boldly transform himself from his music to the Broadway stage to silver screen and beyond. When he looked at me and said, I am Thelonious, I knew we had him. So looking forward to seeing that. All right. Unfortunately, though, I will say this. The family of the Lonious Monk has condemned this upcoming biopic. And according to the family, it was not approved by the estate. I'm not like stuff like that would make me not want to be involved. It would be hard to like do a biopic when you know the family. I think you might have signed on before the statement was was made. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, Thelonious Monk's son, T.S. Monk, said this project and its announcement are totally unauthorized. I hate the script and I control the music in Thelonious's catalog. There is no involvement by anyone in the Monk family with this project and we actually condemn the effort. And it's not even, you know, Mr. Mr. Bay's fault. It's the fact that this production company would decide to go out there and do that without getting the blessing of the family. Like that's if you're a production company and you go out there and try to do something like that and you talk to the family and they say no don't do the project do you know this any of this about the story of Thelonious Monk at all Mm -mm, that's why I'm really interested in seeing that because from the description according to the press release they said it's going to center around Thelonious Monk's struggle for musical success mental illness and the spiritual love triangle between his wife Nellie and one of the world's richest women Nika Rothschild wow (laughs) it's intriguing right yes wow <laughs> I'm thinking of somebody right now. I know you are. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that is guy your probably going to need a biopic in the future too. <laughs> All right. Wow. Well, who are you giving your donkey to? Oh, we got to hold the president accountable. We need President Joe Biden to come to the front of the congregation again this week. We'd like to have a word with him. You this saw is his twice town this hall. Week, right? No, it was last week I gave it to him. But you saw his town hall last night. We got to talk. Can I just say something? Yeah. Sure. I hate paper straws. This whole thing just got <laughs> soggy and isn't working. Like, I'd rather... What's the point of a paper straw? We're well, after planet, ye. We're protecting the environment. They gotta figure something else out. I can't even get anything up this straw. Who cares about your straw? We're protecting the environment, all right? I can't suck as hard as you guys, Whoa. and now nothing's coming up the straw. What the hell? Whoa. What? Jesus Christ. My God. Well, here, take my plastic straw. Is that serious? Here I'm not know. offering her nothing after what she just said. <laughs> suck harder, okay. Whoa. Oh, no, oh, no he didn't. Whoa. No, no, he didn't. Whoa. What? 
The you straw. a wild boy. The straw. You wow. a wild boy. Lord have mercy. <laughs> you I don't feel so boy. well. Wow. Y'all better stop it. It's the Breakfast Club. You morning. a wild boy. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is the decision by my partner, Kevin Hart, where he breaks down his tools for success to help inspire and transform your life. And he'll make you laugh while he does it. Your first 30 days of Audible are free when you sign up at audible.com slash breakfast club. This is a miracle. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are a donkey. The latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Hey, donkey of the day for Thursday, July 22nd goes to the 46th president of the United States of America, Joe Biden. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I voted for that administration, so I have the right to hold them accountable. Okay, I like to move fairly simply because we watch the media, myself included, critique Trump's every move, rightfully so. Okay, because right is right. Wrong is wrong. And we and we can't keep our politicians honest if we not honest with our politicians. Okay. I'm lying. Politicians will never be honest. It's just not how they are wired, okay? Their job is to sell dreams, period. That's what a politician's life is about, dream selling. And you just have to pick the dream you want to buy, a.k.a. vote your interest. And right now, I'm not interested in nothing either side is selling. And I think it's very important to keep folks aware of what's going on. Now, yesterday, Joe Biden had a presidential town hall with CNN host Don Lemon. Drop on the clues bombs for Don Lemon. Because to Don Lemon's credit, uh, he pressed him. To explain why he hasn't called for the filibuster to be abolished. Now, I don't I told you all this last week, but let me reiterate what the filibuster is. Any attempt to block or delay Senate action on a bill or other matter by debating it at length, by offering a bunch of uh, procedural motions and other delaying or obstructive actions. If you got rid of that, then this administration could actually get some things done because the Democrats have a majority that depends on a tie breaking vote from Vice President Kamala Harris. If they got rid of the filibuster, they could pass legislation without Republicans. But you got Democrats like Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema saying they don't want to get rid of it, which makes, which makes no sense if they actually care about what happens to people in this country. But they don't care about people. They care about their own political interests and not the interests of we the people. So Don Lemon rightfully so pressed Joe Biden about it last night. And this happened. Why is protecting the filibuster, is that more important no, than protecting no, voting rights? No, I want to see the United States Congress, the United States Senate, pass S-1 and S-4, the John Lewis Act, get them to my desk so I can sign it. What I want to do is I'm trying to bring the country together. And I don't want the debate to only be about whether or not we have a filibuster or exceptions to the filibuster or the, going back to the way the filibuster had to be used before. But isn't that the only way you're going to get it done right now? No. Why protect it? There's no reason to protect it other than you're going to throw the entire Congress into chaos and nothing will get done. Can I be the first to say Joe Biden confuses me uh, way more than Donald Trump? I'll tell you why. I didn't expect Donald Trump to know anything about government or politics. So when he would say the things he would say, um, you know, they are what I would expect the executive producer of Celebrity Apprentice to say. I, I, I knew what I knew what Trump was. But Joe Biden is a career politician. OK, he was in the Senate for 36 years. He was vice president for eight years. So he knows a thing or two about politics. So when Don Lemon 
presses him about getting rid of the filibuster and asks him why is he protecting it, his reply, there's no need to protect it. Okay, so if there's no need to protect it, lean on Mansion and Cinema to vote to get rid of it so you can get some things done like protecting our right to vote. That John Lewis Voting Rights Act, Order for the People's Act, is not getting passed if you don't abolish the filibuster and you know this because Senate Republicans are going to block more than Giannis in Game 6 in the NBA Finals. Okay, if there's no reason to protect it, President Biden, stop protecting it. Oh, but he did give a reason. He said there's no reason to protect it other than you're going to throw the entire Congress into chaos and nothing will get done. Okay, so let me get this straight. You don't want to abolish the filibuster because you don't want to throw the entire Congress into chaos and nothing will get done. Well, President Biden, if you don't get rid of the filibuster, nothing will get done anyway. Okay, nothing that the people want. You'll be pleasing those old biggest in the Senate who want to stop black and brown progress, who don't care about poor people of, uh, of, of, of color. You know what I mean? Who don't care about poor people of, of any color, period. And, and, and you want to talk about chaos. You care about chaos in Congress more than you care about chaos in the street because chaos in the street is what's going to happen if you don't keep those promises you made on the campaign trail. What do you think will happen if the filibuster isn't abolished and you don't get any of the things done that you need to do like, you know, voting rights acts and police reform. You have no idea what chaos looks like, okay? But you're about to find out, all right? You told Don Lemon verbatim there's a lot at stake. The most important one is the right to vote. That's the single most important one. Well, if that's the case, act like it, okay? Also, we live in an era of misinformation. But we can't say that one side peddles in fake news and alternative facts while also dabbling in fake news and alternative facts. Now, last night during the town hall about the fact the vaccine, Joe Biden had to say this. One last thing that's really important is we're not in a position where we think that any virus, including the Delta virus, which is much more transmissible and more deadly in terms of non unvaccinated people, the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not going to. You're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Mm. <sighs> That's not true. If you're vaccinated, they're trying you're not, to spread the right information. Yeah, if you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. You're not going to be in the IC unit, and you're not going to die. I mean, hey, if all that was true, those are great reasons to get the vaccine. But Dr. Leanna Wynn came on CNN after that town hall with Don Lemon uh, and President Joe Biden. And she said this. Let's listen. I was actually disappointed by President Biden's speech tonight. I actually thought that he was answering questions as if it were a month ago. He was talking about how if you get the vaccine, you're well protected from having severe disease. That's true. But we actually don't know how well you're protected from mild illness and whether with the Delta variant, if you're vaccinated, could you still be contagious to other people? We know that the vaccine reduces your likelihood of carrying the virus and the amount of virus that you would carry. But with the Delta variant, a person infected with the Delta variant carries a thousand times the amount of virus compared to previous variants. And so that's the problem. We don't actually know about this transmission question. And I think that President Biden actually led people astray when he said, if you're vaccinated, you can take off your mask. We don't know that. I think he let go of a really important opportunity tonight. I think he could have said to the audience, you all are protected because everybody here is vaccinated. But if you are vaccinated and are around people who are unvaccinated, you should be keeping a mask on. We'll drop on the clues bombs for Dr. Leanna Wynn. I mean, we're not doctors, but we've been hearing on the news that they're telling people even if you're vaccinated to wear a mask. That you can right still now. get it. They've been saying that for the last and the spread mm-hmm. and how the, vaccination. the percentages has tripled and the pe- like. We've mm-hmm. been seeing all that. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, I respect Dr. Leanna Wynn for that. Um, why? 
Don't be afraid to speak out and hold your elected officials accountable when they are wrong, regardless if you voted for them or not, regardless of what party you are affiliated with or not. It's the American way. Take advantage of it because there are other countries where you can't. Cuba. Salute to all the people in Cuba going through it right now. Please give President Joe Biden the biggest hee haw. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> when we come back, ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Ye. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? It's Jack Jack. Good morning. Good morning. What's your question for Ye? Okay, so Ye, look, I am a small business owner, okay? Um, I'm on vacation right now. It's my one year anniversary. And I keep sneaking on my phone. Like, I don't know how to disconnect and, like, enjoy the moment. And I keep getting in trouble. And I don't want to ruin my one-year anniversary. Like, I'm so proud we made it. But I keep sneaking. Like, how do you Okay, I'm going to tell you because you know I have that same problem. So here's my advice to you. Set aside one hour a day to check on work and for the rest of the day you don't and in your return on your email it could have an automatic response for people saying I am celebrating my anniversary I will be checking my emails between 6 and 7 if there is an emergency please contact and give them a contact person that they can reach out to in case of an emergency other than that people have to respect the time that you have for yourself for your husband so I would do that, but I would let him know, look, I am a small business owner. I just need one hour a day to be able to check and respond to things, and then for the rest of the day, I'm all yours. You know, I'm, I'm, I want to. I want to. And what is not from my husband is from my girlfriend, okay? We definitely keep it LGBT over here. But I want, I'm going to try because I just, you know, when you Don't have, try, girl. Do it because at the end of the day, you have to understand the world should never fall apart just because you're on vacation. There should be somebody who's a contact person who you can trust and you might think everything is so urgent, but trust me, once people know that you're on vacation, they'll respect that and then if there's anything that's important, you know you have that one hour a day that you'll be checking on things and people will understand, look, I'm on vacation, I'll be checking between this time and this time. If it's urgent, mm-hmm. I'll get back to you if not i'm back next week thank you so much G. okay no problem enjoy yourself i'm gonna try y'all have a good one you okay. too mama ask ye 800-585-1051 if you need relationship advice or any type of advice call ye right now it's the breakfast club good morning here's some real advice with angela ye it's ask ye Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, Envy? Uh, this is Gray. What's up, bro? What's your question for Yee? Wait, are you okay? Uh, no, no, yeah, I'm okay. I just woke up, like, really early. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just a little tired. Okay. But, um, I was trying to figure out, like, what steps I should take to combat, like, harassment from a coworker at the workplace. Like, um, they aren't harassing me for say they harass like my family members like my girlfriend and her sister basically to make me reach out to them because it's a complicated situation but something was going on uh they knew what was going on back home with me um i cut it off 
and told him, you know, I don't want to do that. Okay, so hold on. Let's let's be mm-hmm. completely transparent. So you have a coworker, and you were you cheated on your girlfriend with your coworker, right? Okay, so let's be transparent about it. Okay, so now this coworker is harassing your girlfriend. Correct. Because you cut her off. Right. But yeah. you but you haven't complained to management because you don't want them to know about the relationship or what's going on. You don't want this girl to know well, about the relationship. Well, the woman's well, no, harassing no, no. the girl. No, no, envy. I told. No, no, envy. I actually confessed to it. You, like, you had no choice. Right. I and mean, the thing is, like, I did that a long time ago. Like, I confessed to it, and then like what the person started doing was. They started impersonating somebody else and making fake pages and constantly harassing my family, or whatever. And then I found out it was them because they was caught slipping. So they, they, they would send a meme to like remind them of what happened. And on the bottom of it, you see their camera roll and you see pictures of them. So when I confronted them, like, yo, why are you doing this? They denied it. Mm. Then later on, they caved in. They were like, oh, I'm sorry for doing that. Oh, I was in on it. My cousin was in on it. And I was like, what, like, the hell? And so it's like, why are you harassing me? Like, the person knew what it was, too. It's not like I had or played them or not. So at this point, like, the harassment didn't stop after they apologized. Have you gone to your manager or boss at work? Um, I just did it yesterday. Like, this has been going on for nearly a year. Okay, and what, what happened? Uh, so now they're starting, like, this investigation. Right. And, like, I'm curious now, like, what does even make the harassment worse now? Well, now it's on management to figure out what to do because what happens outside the workplace isn't on them, but what is happening in the workplace and affecting your job and relationships at work, they're not allowed to harass you like <clears> this. <throat> and so I think that once people know about it, because look, the, at the main thing is you have to come clean to your girlfriend. You messed up, okay? So right, now yeah. you've opened this Pandora's box that has caused yeah. you a whole bunch of issues, right? And so now you right. have to figure out how to handle it. That might mean you getting another job, seeing if you could get transferred somewhere else, seeing if that person should get fired for what they're doing, okay? Because right. it's not against the law for her to create these things, but what you can do is call her out on it and let her know that it's not affecting your relationship. You know, unfortunately, now this has affected not just your home life, but also your work life. Right. Exactly. And sometimes you put yourself in these situations and, you know, it is what it is, but you have to figure out how to get out of it. So at work, they should be able to handle this professionally where this person either has to stop harassing you or they have to transfer them or somebody has to get fired or you should look for another job. Right. Definitely. So what are, what are you yeah, going to do? Uh, so, you know, I've already started the complaint process and mm-hmm. I actually just started applying for more stuff. Okay. Uh, just to be, you know, just to be safe, you know, because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't like feeling stuck anyhow in regards to, like, career. Right. Stuff like that. And I just feel like at this point, you know, I, I feel a bit too complacent when my skill level is, like, really high. So Okay, so it is time to move on anyway from this job. And this might be the catalyst that you need for that. But I bet you'll never cheat again. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> you <laughs> learned your lesson. It's a hard one. Unfortunately. Okay, and just make sure you're very transparent with your girlfriend about what's going on, too, and document everything. And don't don't you do nothing crazy, but make sure as this person is doing things that you're documenting it so that you have it in case you need it for any reason for legal purposes. Absolutely. Like, I I even, like, I kind of, like, basically was like, oh, like, I would forgive you for, like, all that stuff that I know you did if you just leave us alone. And they, they basically confessed everything, so... I got them on record, like, okay. basically saying, like, yeah, I did this. Like, I had my cousin involved and this and the third, so. See the mess that happened from all of this? Well, look, 
you really have nobody to blame but yourself. But what this person is doing is wrong. They have to learn how to move on. But you can never control how people react when you do certain things to them. So now all you can do is control what you do and figure out a way that you can move forward that can end up with a positive result for you. True. All right. Well, I wish you um, the best of luck. And hopefully this is a lesson learned for anybody listening too. don't make the same mistake he did. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Have a good one, man. Good luck. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, and who are the greatest hip-hop producers of the 21st century? We'll tell you who Billboard says is number one. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Dr. Dre. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. Guys. The Rumor Report. Guys. Guys. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Dr. Dre reportedly has to pay his ex-wife, Nicole Young, $300,000 per month, which adds up to about, they said, $3.5 million a year. So that's Oof. just the spousal support, by the way. So, yes, it's payable on the first of each month starting August 1st. And they said the only way out is if she remarries or enters into a new domestic partnership or death of either party. I'll be praying for her to find a new man. Please, boo. Please. <laughs> nah, they've been together how long? I'll set up a dating profile for her. Yeah. Isn't Dr. Dre worth a billion I will hire dollars? somebody to go and marry her. <laughs> be texting her like, yo, I, I know somebody that I think she might like. <laughs> Listen, I would just be dating. This is the time to hoe out. I'm not marrying nobody. I'm not having no domestic partnership. I'm trying to keep my 300000 a month. And so, yes, the negotiations are not over, though. Right now, they're trying to agree on an overall settlement of their divorce. So that would be the money to be paid. Um, it could be a lump sum payment. That's what I would rather do. And then there'll be no monthly payments. Million? Yeah, yeah, I'd rather get. I mean, I, hold that's on. what people do who win the lottery. It's they only three million. Three point five million. Three point a year. A year. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would rather do like some a type year. of lump sum, you know, because I mean that was his partner for what, fifteen years? How long was it? Yeah, they were together for a, a long time. Yeah, so. Do they have yeah. any younger kids? Any younger kids or no? They're kind of grown, yeah. So, mm, we'll see what happens. That's a lot. That's definitely a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a lot, though? Dr. J worth like a billion dollars. I'm not counting that man would say pockets. that's a whole lot of money. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care what you got. to have to just give that up every month. That's a lot of money. But she deserved it, though. I mean, that was his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, now, Megan Thee Stallion was in the hot tub with Tyra Banks. Tyra was fully clothed. Um, and one of the things that she discussed was rapping and letting her mother know that she was a rapper. I didn't want to tell her that I could rap until I was like 18, because I wanted to be perfect. I was practicing since I was like seven. So I finally came to her. I might have been 20 and I was like, I can rap. And she was like, no, you can't. And I was like, yes, I can. And she was like, let me hear it. And I was like, okay, mama, don't whoop me, (laughs) but I'm about to curse, okay? Yeah. So I started going off and I'm cursing and she's like, what's her face? What's your mama's face? Where did you learn all those words? And I'm like, girl, boo. And I'm grown too, but my mama always treated me like I was still a baby. Yeah. So she was like, you're not coming out until you're 21. <laughs> that, by the way, that's super cute. We were blessed up here to meet uh, Meg Thee Stallion's mom when she first signed mm-hmm. her deal. And, you know, her mom did used to be a rapper also, but Megan Thee Stallion did lip service like super early on and her mom was in the corner yelling out all kinds of funny things. So she always would encourage Megan to be like bold and outspoken. And Megan was like embarrassed to say certain things in front of her mom, but her mom was going in. Did they say why Tyra Banks had all, all her clothes That's on? That's what I wanted. First of all, I was going to say rest in peace to, uh, you know, Megan's mom, but... Uh, but yeah, why was why did Tyra Banks? Have I don't know. I mean, listen, I everybody that was, was talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> I heard you say that just now, but I swear I just scrolled past that yesterday. I was like, what are these people on the internet play so much? Got this woman photoshopped in the damn hot tub. 
I don't know why she's wearing all her clothes in a hot tub. Maybe she forgot her bathing suit. Or maybe she knew y'all were talking about it. Sometimes you got to do things like that. I mean, the interview would have went crazy viral. I got to anyway. say nothing about it. Just don't say hot, nothing. Yeah. Just, put on just, like a sweatsuit. That's it. And just be in there. Everybody be talking about it. And you act like you don't know nothing. All right. Now, Deion Sanders. Everybody's talking about this, too. Uh, he is, of course, a Hall of Fame cornerback, head coach of Jackson State football. He walked out of an interview because the reporter refused to call him coach. Now, he kept referring to him by his first name during the Southwestern Athletic Conference Media Day event. And here is reporter Nick Suss interviewing Deion Sanders. Hey, Deion, I was just wondering if you could... Uh... Oh, hold on, let's back up a little bit. You don't call Nick Saban Nick. Don't call me Deion now, okay? I call Nick Saban Nick. That's a lie. <laughs> you, if you call Nick Nick, you know you'll get cussed out on the spot. So don't do that to me. Treat me like Nick. Okay, Deion. <laughs> um... All right. Wow. Walked All right, off. well, I love it. Deion Sanders respond, respond, Coach Prime responded, never walked out of media day. I prolonged my time to answer another question, and the person thought it was cute to address me the way he did, so I dropped the call and went to the next outlet. Please don't allow a fool to fool you, because then nobody would truly know who the fool is. Now, Suss explains that he calls everyone that he interviews by their first name. He said, whether it's someone I've been working with for years or someone I'm talking to for the first time, this is true of the coaches and players on the Ole Miss beat, the coaches and players at Mississippi State and Southern Miss when I helped out covering their team. Teams, and as recently as January, even Sanders, too. Now, Deion Sanders said, this is how all of this started. I really pray for all of us because this was something so minimal that was hilarious to me that you allowed a foolish media outlet and person to play on your preconceived notions. I'm all about peace, love, work, commitment, sacrifice, and forgiveness. Stop allowing folks you don't have a relationship with to convince you otherwise about someone you do have a relationship with. I've been 100 with you since 85, and I ain't going to stop now that I'm Coach Prime. Hey, man, call people what they want to be called. It's a respect thing. Mm-hmm. I don't see the problem. I asked you not to call me Dion. Right. I asked you to call me Coach, and you blatantly disrespect me after that, so I'm out. And I love the way Dion just got up and walked off. Don't trip. Don't make uh, no Coach fuss about it. Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. Coach, you know, he just got up and walked away. They ain't make no fuss he about it, no him. nothing. He corrected him. Say, yo, don't Peace. call me that. You call me that, I won. Yeah, I love all. it. All right, Billboard has said that Pharrell and the Neptunes are the greatest hip-hop producers of the 21st century. They produced countless hits on the Hot 100 chart throughout the 2000s, like Nelly's Hot in Here, Snoop's Drop It Like a Hot, Drop it like it's hot. Gwen Stefani's Holla Bad Girl, Ludacris's Moneymaker. And so now they are the greatest hip-hop producers of the 21st century. Congratulations to them. 21st century, what is that? <laughs> I'm, I'm dumb. The 2000s. Just 2000s. the 2000s? I agree, I agree with so that. So 2000 to 2021? Grinding. Think about everything they did. Front. Uh, the only other person mm-hmm. I would put up there is, is Timbaland. I'm not opposed to the Neptunes at all, but man, Timbaland had a hell of a run, bro. So the Pharrell and them. Yeah. I, I, would, was, I, would I, to, I would have to see They it. had, um, yes, they did have uh, Timbaland after, after. The first person they had on the list, by the way, was um, Max Martin, who produced for Britney Spears, Ariana Grande, The Weeknd, then Pharrell and the Neptunes, then Timbaland, then The Dream and Tricky Stewart, then Mike Will Made It, then Kanye, Just Blaze, uh, 40. Yes. See, the reason I, I put Tim and, and, uh, Tim and the Neptunes is because they changed the sound of radio, not just black radio radio because mm-hmm. they had records playing on every, on all the stations you know what I'm saying pop stations and everything mm-hmm. Timbaland and, and, and Neptunes were beast beasts in the early 2000s absolutely alright well that is your rumor report alright shout to our revolt we'll see you guys tomorrow everybody else to People's Choice mixes up next and then after the mix Trey the Truth will be joining us Trey has Trey Day today in mm-hmm. Houston yes it starts today and it ends uh, this Sunday so we're gonna I kick really, with Trey in a I, little bit I really can't wait to hear how Trey sounds via Zoom oh my goodness I've never talked to Trey via Zoom I just wanna <laughs> hear how Trey sounds over Zoom alright well we gonna talk to Trey after the mix so don't move it's the Breakfast Club good morning 
The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela here, and the General Insurance has been helping people save money for nearly 60 years. Take a closer look at the General and get the great low rates and quality coverage you deserve. For a hassle-free quote today, call 800-GENERAL or go to thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. And I've been waiting to hear. I've been waiting to hear how this brother sound via Zoom. I've been waiting. <laughs> I can't wait to hear how he sound via Zoom. <laughs> the brother Trey, the truth. <laughs> what's up, King? It's about that time, Trey. It's about that time. Yeah, man. It's uh, another year, another blessing that Charlemagne still ain't made it to Houston with me yet. Man, I didn't, you didn't invite me this year. You didn't invite, I didn't, you didn't invite none of us. I didn't know what. I didn't know what the protocol was. I was just in Houston too. He didn't invite none of us this year. Well, what y'all talking about? I'll get y'all on the flight tonight. <laughs> what is, it's this weekend, right? It's this Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yes, Thursday through Sunday. Okay. Let me get tested and we've, for And we've been talking about it, by the way, because I saw <laughs> I saw what you're doing with the Howdy Ice Cream Shop, and we discussed that in the rumor report. So let's talk about all the festivities for Trade Day this year. Sure, for sure. Y'all don't mind my super huge puppy barking in the background. Well, yeah, it kicks off Thursday, so Thursday... We open the Howdy Homemade Ice Cream, which is the ice cream shop that employs special needs um, to young adults. Mm-hmm. And then, um, of course, you know I'm gonna do it big. I rented out a whole trampoline facility for the kids. You know, it, it hold at least two, three thousand kids. You know, bumper cars, laser tag. I got that. Nothing crazy this year, cause usually, you know, you know, they have an elephant, a giraffe, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. crazy. Hold on, this is just day one. Let's get to just it. Day, look, you thank you, Angela. You know, it's only day you one. You already know. So. <laughs> so day two kickoff, you know, we're doing the Habitat for Humanity. I'm going to bring um, a lot of kids out. And I don't know if y'all know, you know, I partner with youth football in the city called The Crew. Um, we got a league and it's over three to 400 kids across the whole city. You know, these kids got pure talent. Actually, some of them state champions. They just, they never really had opportunities. So I'm using my platform and everything I got to get behind them, you know, to give these kids opportunity especially being in the hood, you know, they need the chance to explore their greatness. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing that with them. Um, me and James Harden giving out 10 scholarships to college students. Got the Welcome to Houston concert. And then it gets to Saturday, which the 24th is, which is gonna be the big day envy. Okay. And this year, as promised, mm-hmm. I'm bringing an elephant. <laughs> as promised. I, I, you, hey, how many years ago did I tell y'all I was going to do that? <laughs> like, that was like six. That was like four, about yeah. five years ago. Listen, five, I can just never get that image uh, of Envy on that camel out of my head. He got me on the camel. He did. Yeah. yeah, so we got, you know, we got the camel, you know, um, we had the giraffes, the kangaroos. I don't they know have if y'all kangaroos know in Houston? You know, for trade day, we're going to bring them out. Oh, my gosh. So, i so never so seen a kangaroo in person. And Envy, you know, this would have been dope for you, too, because me and Rogers at the same time, I seen the car uh, show, man. I seen that. I the car to show at the exact same time. Yeah, from three to eight. So the event is at Aviva Stadium. Um, it's a new stadium in Houston. Of course, you know everything free. Uh, we have that. All kind of people flying down. Uh, my niece Lyric, who passed, the the one that I took in who had yeah, cancer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a real big playland out there for the kids. It's gonna be Lyric's playground. So that's gonna be something special for me. Um, we got the comedy show. I can't tell you everybody who's coming, but it's gonna be a lot of a lot of big people that come down for that. Can I guess? 
Huh? Can I guess one? Because yeah, I sure saw you can. I, I saw the video you did on Instagram, and I said See, I know exactly who you talking take, about. Take Charlemagne out because he already know who. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw the Instagram, I said I know exactly who Trey talking about. Yeah, you know it's gonna be a few, and then we got a celebrity dodgeball game too. So that's gonna be me versus Bun B. Oh man, man, Trey. When, when, when you think? When did you think philanthropy called you? Because you always been a brother that gave back. But it seems like over the years we just watch you grown into a full blown philanthropist, activist. Like when you think man, that? When do you think you got that calling? I'm gonna be honest with you. I just be hating them titles. I just be being Trey. You know, I think my mm -hmm. heart is my heart. It been that way before. It just now I mastered it and I know exactly what to do and how to help many. But. I try and stay away, even with the activist side, I try and stay away from the title, even though I understand the work is getting done, but you, you try and stay away from that title because people put you in a box or expect you to be certain ways. Mm -hmm. I'm still in the hood every day doing what I do. So it's like, I don't want to convert to having to do what quote unquote activists have to do and things that they can't. I'm still going to make my music. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to be out doing what I do on the regular. You know, I just want to do it being trained. A lot of people be like, man, when you gonna run for mayor, it's like, I don't wanna do politics. I wanna stay, I wanna stay the renegade. You Absolutely. know, I wanted to ask you, I remember um, earlier on in trade day, you used to pay for everything yourself, right? So yeah. have you gotten to the point where you're like, okay, I can't, I can actually use these corporations to do it big, I'm, even bigger and not have to empty my pockets? I'm learning this year. Um, of course, you know, some people, they coming through with smaller donations, but I think anything, <laughs> anything happens and anything counts because mm -hmm. the more logos that's on there, it, you know, it, it intrigues other companies to be part, you know. Fashion Nova, shout out Fashion Nova, they actually came through. They taking part in more than just trying to donate, you know, they doing clothes, we trying to do different things. And then for them, over the years, I watching them do their Fashion Nova cares, but to think that me and my daughter Truth is over there and we haven't chopped it up now, they see in the work that I do as well as I see what they do. So we gonna end up doing some real, real big. Trey, when do you take a break though? Like have, cause you've been doing so much even before the pandemic, like we've been talking about for all these years. When do you take a break? Do you go on vacation, take a minute to yourself? I still, I still haven't been on vacation, but you know, I know y'all know we, we had a company bump box, you know, that, that take up a lot of my time. So my partners, they own me right now them and my sister to say, once I get through a trade day, they just gonna take me somewhere. Yeah, you need that, you need a moment. Man, I'm trying, I'm literally looking for my bump box right now. I got the bump box raising cane and beeper. I, I don't know what I'm yeah. like, dead. I didn't, I didn't realize it was a Bluetooth. Yeah. Hey, matter of fact, I'm glad I just thought about it. So I'm gonna do y'all some Breakfast Club pages. So even if y'all want to give them out to some of y'all listeners or whatever, that's man, dope. Is there, is there any time, you know, where, 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 you, where you can't do something, Trey? Like somebody ask you or something that you're just not capable of doing? Yeah, man, believe it or not, you would think with me being a rapper and who I am, my DMs would be women or, or, or crazy thing, man. My DM is strictly help, help, help. And I can't do everything. Sometimes, like it, it's two parts to that. Sometimes I get it, you know what I'm saying? They have, you have to, you won't be able to get help if you don't ask for it. But sometimes the stuff be outrageous, yes, you know what I'm does. saying? And then the, the the bad part about it, man, I don't even want to go in depth, but just know I've helped a lot of people to come to find out they didn't really need that help. A little scam. Sometimes people don't even yeah. change the name. They be like, hey, Khaled, I was wondering if you could help me with some money. And I'm like, damn, they didn't even copy and paste the right name when they send that yeah, same see, message to like everybody. They, and it's like you, you have people do things and then 
like they only, after they good they don't even they don't even think about like man i really just stopped somebody else who really could have got their help mm-hmm. that's you know right. what i'm saying yeah. and that's the part that disappoints like if you wasn't built how it was then that would discourage you to a point you'd be like man i ain't helping nobody else but then i know it's people that need help so i don't ever stop well i think you know angel by nature relief gang i think you know until freedom those are organizations that regardless of when something's happening people should be donating to y'all every month. You know what I mean? Because we already know who's going to be on the front lines when something do pop up. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, definitely. You know, it's hurricane season. It's so crazy. I'm supposed to be enjoying my life and focus on trade day, but you know, we got a fleet of trucks ready right now waiting on it to hit. You know, like, it's like this kind of took over our whole life, you know what I'm saying, as far as just being on the front line for the people. So we definitely, we we here for that, and and we're going to keep going, man. That's right. Thank you, Trey. Tell Charlamagne, right. don't be sending them old Timberlands on the truck again. <laughs> that was back hey, in the day. The truck. He tried to look, donate the those. truck is the truck that Envy and y'all put together. <laughs> yeah, they try, Charlamagne tried to get them old, <laughs> woe down Timberlands. Yo, that was, was nobody. They was like, yo, we need stuff. I ain't know how to pack no trucks, so we would just throw <laughs> Terrible. Trump, throwing Tim's, throwing water. They were like, hey, he already so don't tie them right, so you don't nobody want those. That was back in the day. Now I just <laughs> now I just donate uh, sums of cash. That's right. That's what I do for. <laughs> that's what I do. I just donate cash now. Yeah, man. It's, it's a matter of fact, shout out my sister Tamika Malley. Make sure y'all go get her book of to course. stay in the emergency, man. That's right. How to win in the country we built. Well, thank you yeah, so much, brother. Yeah. Make sure you go out and support Trade the Truth Trade Day, and we appreciate you, brother. For sure. So, Alamein, you know, he got me. He working with me on the trying to make sure they do the right thing with the book. Yes, sir. And if we do this for the love of trade, y'all gonna have to really put some nights together because I'm not gonna be on there looking like no goofball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna interview the women personally, okay? There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, it's Trade the Truth. Yes, sir. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, Trey. Pete. All right, man. Y'all take care. All right, well, again, shout to Trader Truth for joining us. And now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Well, first of all, I want to tell everybody, man, tonight at 8 p.m., uh, the Black Effect Podcast Network, we are presenting an event called the Happy Gems Virtual Event with my good sister Debbie Brown and Zori Hall. Uh, Happy Gems brings together the host of Dropping Gems Podcast that Debbie Brown hosts and Hot Happy Mess that uh, Zori Hall hosts. And it is BIPOC Mental Health Awareness Month, so they'll be on there sharing tools and you know resources and just creating balance and manifesting happiness you know in a lot of different people's lives so make sure you get your tickets and you can uh, join them tonight ihr.fm forward slash happy gems that's ihr.fm forward slash happy gems I'm gonna post it up on my Instagram too so you can follow me on IG at C to God C-T-H-A-G-O-D and you can watch Debbie Brown and Zuri Hall tonight And my positive note is simply this, man. Uh, I am the architect of my life. I build its foundation and choose its contents. Remember that. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?